My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to Conservative Daily, everybody. Uh, we have so much to talk about. I don't know how many of you saw the second installment of Biden's very dark speeches in the last, uh, what is it, in the last month. But my goodness, I don't know if it gave me more of a headache or it made me uh, laugh more listening to the over-the-top lies and complete nonsense that he continued to speak to everybody. Uh, betraying absolutely and very clearly how terrified they are and how little they actually have uh, on the side of narrative. Because, you know, I mean, you have, after uh, KJP's press conference, his speech, you have Mega Mega uh, trending everywhere. Uh, Ash uh, in America, of course, put up a, an article talking about the press briefing, and we should all once again thank her for watching them so we don't have to. But uh, very, very interesting stuff. They have really nothing left, it seems, as every poll indicates that a red wave is absolutely going to hit this country, that they are going to lose the House and very likely the Senate as well. Uh, but we're going to see how the midterms shape up, and we want to talk about that and some of the things that they're, they're trying to spin right now. But uh, at the beginning of the show, we do have returning back uh, Corinne in real time, or Corinne IRT. She is, again, live on the ground in D.C. Uh, she has some updates for us, uh, a ton going on there as well. So, uh, Corinne, welcome back. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you so much. This is really exciting for me to show you Washington, D.C. live. I'm in front of the mayor's office right now. This is the mayor of Washington, D.C. This is her office. Yeah, someone who has been uh, no stranger to, uh, <laughs> you know, to scandals themselves, and certainly uh, one of the places that Americans have their eyes on as the, you know, the crime rates and so many other things in D.C. have uh, have continually made headlines, as well as the egregious violation of, uh, you know, our justice system that continues to occur there. Um, but so there's been well, these the weird rumors. There. Go ahead, go ahead. The current mayor, her name is Mariel Bowser, and, you know, people liked her in the beginning of her term, but she's a career politician, and since the COVID closures happened in D.C., so many small businesses went out of business, so she's pissing off the business people in Washington, D.C., and it's going to be really interesting because 
On November 8th, Stacia Hall is running against her, Republican. Now, Stacia is an incredibly powerful black woman. She's an incredible speaker. She's a Christian. And nobody thought she had a chance. The Republican Party only gave her $2,000. No one really campaigned for her. She has the Black Caucus behind her, which is very powerful. She's walking door to door educating people. But she does have a chance to win on November 8th. And she has a chance in the next four years to beat Meryl Bowser, especially if we get a red wave in Congress, then we can actually ask that the current mayor of D.C., Meryl Bowser, be impeached for how she has treated and destroyed small business in Washington, D.C. Oh, believe so me, I, I eagerly look forward to the possibility of some of these impeachments uh, that could come down when we do sweep the sweep the the house and i think we will i think we'll absolutely dominate congress uh the only way that they have any chance of that not happening is if they cheat massively and i don't know how well they're going to be able to do that now that we have so many patriots who are keeping their eyes on what's going on on the drop boxes uh on the polls we have massive tension going on right now uh with uh, poll workers and poll watchers who are asking very straightforward questions and trying to be able to uh, reconcile some of the tapes with the actual voter counts. Not mysteriously, they're being given a lot of pushback, uh, you know, because <laughs> they know what, what they will find, most likely. Well, I mean, we're already getting election corruption issues in New York State, in Long Island, in upstate New York by Buffalo. Just one or two at the most. That's all it takes to disqualify every elected official in New York State. So this could be very serious with the election corruption. Yeah, and I think it will be. Um, so I want to touch on this because there's, there are some weird rumors going around. I was just looking on some of the socials, uh, and I find it the timing is interesting given what's going on with the Brazilian elections right now. But uh, you, you brought up to me again that there are some rumors about uh, military being on the ground in D.C., uh, so can you tell us a little bit about what you're actually seeing? So it started Wednesday at 10.44 p.m., Wednesday, October 26th. I started getting phone calls and text messages from multiple different sources saying that Washington, D.C. is not safe. And it's, it's accelerated. A man named David Nino Rodriguez started posting on his Telegram channel that there were actually troops that were in Washington, D.C., now, listen, there's always military, there's always troops around Washington, D.C., but the video that David Nino Rodriguez had on his Telegram channel was a fake video that was taken by Richard Citizen Journalist in January of 2021 when there really were troops in Washington, D.C. So I just wanted to show you the streets of Washington, D.C. right now so that you can see firsthand that there are not, there are no troops walking around the streets of Washington, D.C., I'm in front of Pennsylvania Avenue right here. This is Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. This is Mayor Mariel Bowser's office. This is where City Council of Washington, D.C. is. There are no troops in Washington, D.C. walking around. D.C. is status quo. I just went to a very serious conference about Arab-U.S. relations right across there at 1300, the Ronald Reagan International Trade Building. Everything's status quo in D.C. There are no troops. There's no excessive police. Things are pretty calm. 
and it looks completely normal. So these rumors that go around the internet, I mean, what do you think, Apollo? What do you think about that? I think it's very, very um, disrespectful to allow fake news to happen. Well, I mean, we know that all they really have is fake news, because if they didn't have fake news, if they did not have the ability to censor people, as they've been doing with Twitter, with YouTube, with all these big tech uh, agreements between the government and the companies obvious and pathetic willingness to go along with such censorship in america the democrats would have no platform and they would have no ability to compete at all but i don't see any military there and to me it's very simply either someone is just jumping on some idea uh uh, eagerly and I, i don't know why or they're trying to you know spin people up with you know some ideas about something happening I don't really know. Uh, I think it's if anyone is consciously pushing it for a particular reason, I think it's just most likely a distraction. Um, but I mean, it's something that we've seen before in the last couple of years, especially during the last election and immediately afterwards. We saw it during the lockdowns too. I mean, it's really dangerous. It's really dangerous to allow people to uh, think that there's troops in Washington D.C. when they're not. So that fear-mongering is is not respectful or responsible. And that's why I'm grateful for this opportunity to show you the streets of Washington, D.C., just to prove to everyone out there that there's no truth. There's no excessive police. Everything's normal. What's interesting, though, is that you have to be vaccinated to get into this building, okay? And you have to wear a mask. It says right here, all visitors have to show proof of vaccination for entry. The whole front of Mayor Mariel Bowser's office, where you enter to go to city council and all that stuff, is covered in vaccine paperwork. You would think after all these years that that would go away. This concerns me because Mariel Bowser was one of the people that locked down the city. In January, you could not even check into a hotel unless you could prove that you've been vaccinated. So it got really serious here. I got a ticket for not wearing a mask across the street at this Willard Willard Hotel over here. I got kicked out and I got a ticket for not wearing a mask in a hotel across the street. That is ridiculous. So to see the signage still all over Mayor Mariel Bowser's office is pretty scary to me because that means she could do it again. And that would destroy small business. And that's a super big problem. Well, and I, I don't, I actually don't think it's scary. I think it actually uh, is. I think it's useful because they're, you know, they're they're showing us exactly still what they stand for. You had Katie Hobbs, for instance, who, when asked if they would, if she would support, uh, you know, forcing kids to receive COVID shots and some of these lockdown measures, uh, that she hadn't thought about the question. You have all of these people who are either rhinos or deep state agents who, you know, won't really broach the topic. So I say let them show us who they are. Uh, we already know that they're afraid of getting spanked. So if they're going to give us such obvious uh, obvious clues, and we already know who Mariel Bowser is anyways, uh, let them do it. The, the only people that we really need to keep our eyes on are the candidates who uh, we are looking to elect. And major- we overwhelmingly will do so. And I love that you talk about small businesses. This uh, Washington Post actually put this up. Uh, More than a third of small businesses couldn't pay their rent in October. So 49% of restaurants were unable to pay their rent this month, up 36% in September. 37% of real estate agents couldn't pay their rent, up 27% from the month before. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what else they expect with the changes in the housing 
uh, in the interest rates. I mean, nothing has really recovered since COVID, and they're still trying to run this narrative that, you know, the uh, this mega maga, these extremist Republicans are going to be uh, such a problem. Joe Biden even said in his speech last night. Uh, yeah, and for those of you watching, there's definitely no military that I can see there, but they're still saying that this mega maga is. Uh, is something we need to be so wary of. And if you vote for the wrong party now, that you could have serious consequences. We could, we could destroy our democracy. Uh, and, you know, ironically, they tell us exactly what is, what is exactly true. It's just that they're the ones who are the ones who are the threat to democracy. Everything that they say is a lie. Um, but I know you were there for the Oath Keepers trial, too, that's been going on this week. So I want to get a quick update on that as well. So I, I cover all, I cover the Oath Keepers trial pretty thoroughly, and they were out, uh, Stuart Rhodes was out for a week because he had COVID, which I find very interesting because he's not vaccinated. So, you know, if he's unvaccinated and he allegedly had COVID for less than a week, that's pretty good. That means that, you know, COVID's getting better. And, you know, it started again on Monday. The whole trial started on Monday again. And... There's 11 lawyers. There is um, endless money. Can you imagine having endless money on the side of the prosecution? How intimidating would that be if you were arrested, Apollo, and you were charged by the U.S. government and they had endless taxpayer dollars? And that's where this is really, I want to make a point about this today, that U.S. taxpayers are spending hundreds of millions of dollars to persecute and prosecute J6ers. Who, who said that was okay? That's not okay. So once again, U.S. taxpayer dollars on the federal level are getting misused, misspent. And I think that American uh, citizens should really care about that at this point because it's a continued theme of the Biden administration and this super corrupt federal government. Now, the other thing that's important about the Oath Keeper trial is that the judge, I always say this, the judge involved is very biased. He's one of the most biased judges in federal court. Judges obviously are not supposed to be biased. You are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Okay, so that's a big issue with the Oath Keepers trial. The judge, his name is Meta, and I've been watching him since March, and he despises Trump or anything to do with Trump. And because everything that has to do with J6, they relate back to Donald Trump because obviously they're trying to arrest Donald Trump because of the J6 issues. So once again, the judge is biased. Now, today, the Oath Keepers, it's been six weeks so far. The first week they were picking the jury. Today, the Oath Keepers side started. So for the first part of the trial, you get the prosecution. Now, after six weeks, just today, they're starting the defense side of the, of the whole litigation. Can you imagine how much money? Do you know how expensive a six-week trial is? I mean, that's, that's, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars per person. So Stuart Rhodes is sitting there. He's back in court. He's healed from COVID. And he's going to be facing hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees. He has two lawyers from Dallas, Texas, that before the court case started, he wanted to fire. The judge wouldn't let him fire two of his lawyers. So now he has three lawyers, and his main lawyer is Ed Tarpley. And Ed's an incredible person, and he's very, very personable and communicative, but we have to see how he litigates these cases. Because you yeah, can talk and talk and talk and give your clients false hope, yeah. 
I 100% agree. And just for some of the uh, some of the news that's going on, of course, they are still trying to run full speed ahead with this nonsense. Uh, this was out yesterday uh, from CBS. An FBI recording from January 10th, 2021, Oath Keeper Stuart Rose talked about hanging Pelosi from the lamppost, they quote. Uh, and they go on, uh, you know, using words that allegedly are from Stuart Rhodes in some meetings with uh, some of the Oath Keepers, I presume. And supposedly he went to this one individual to try to get a message to Donald Trump. They are going on and on and on about him trying to get a message to Donald Trump. Uh, again, he reportedly never had that meeting. But their entire narrative is, this is sedition, this is sedition, this is sedition. Look how horrible these uh, extremists are. I think personally that one of the main reasons they delayed his trial is to push it t closer towards the election uh, so that they can, you know, still hold on to whatever narrative that they have uh, instead of having it, you know, flounder in the court of public opinion after some of these hearings actually take place. But Corinne, I know you had spoken, and my question, you, you mentioned before that you had spoken to some people involved, including uh, marshals, if I remember you said correctly. What is the actual opinion of the people who are, who are sitting there witnessing this? So in the beginning, the U.S. marshals were very tense with me and some of the family members of the Oath Keepers. The main family member of the Oath Keeper is Angel Harrelman. And her husband is one of the five Oath Keepers charged with sedition. First of all, no one knows what sedition really is because it's never been prosecuted before. So sedition, according to Google, is conduct or speed, conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch. That means that all of us could be charged with sedition. If this case is not fought properly, you and me, Apollo, could be charged with sedition at any time. That's why the Oath Keepers case is so important. The Oath Keepers are just men and some LGBTQ people who took an oath to defend the Constitution. If they're getting charged with conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch, that's all sedition is. Can you believe this, Apollo? Well, we talk about the doctrine of the lesser magistrate all the time on this show. And very simply, it means that if there is harm being done if there are people overstepping their authority and causing harm or committing unjust acts upon those that are supposed to be uh, under their wards so to speak that you have an obligation to actually uh to defy them you have an obligation not to follow those orders like the nazis did you have an obligation to speak out and refuse to go along with the narrative so i think that's exactly the point is they they really would love to set this precedent because number one it allows them to hold on to their narrative that anything uh, that would even come close to an insurrection occurred on January 6th. But uh, I think that's absolutely their plan for us. Once, you know, if they get away with this big steal again uh, in these midterms, and then we, we, we as Americans don't step in as the lesser magistrates and do something, if we don't all show up and vote them out, if we don't keep our eyes on and make sure that we are paying attention, catch and expose everything that they're doing to steal this next election, uh, that's what's in the cards for all of us. They're going to charge all of us with sedition just for being conservative. I think it's very clear. That's why the Oath Keepers case is so important, because this could happen to you and me. And that's why when I go into the courtroom, I really listen to all the evidence you have. And I've sat in that courtroom for hours and hours and hours. Now, with this simple definition of sedition, I mean, it's... It, 
there's no sedition. There's no sedition going on. You have the First Amendment right to freedom of speech. So this is a very serious issue. And I do not believe that this particular jury is even listening to the facts of the case. As I told you before, I catch them sleeping at different times. I've caught over five jury members sleeping at one time. So this is very concerning because this case is going to affect all of us. Yeah, I agree. It definitely is. Um, but so I'll, I'll ask you a final question because the reason I think, uh, you know, the, some of these questions about what's going on in the sentiment there is important. Yeah, and pay attention, guys. She's been giving us a tour uh, for several minutes now. I don't see military. And uh, I saw some comments too. No, I doubt that David uh, Rodriguez tried to mislead anyone intentionally. Uh, everything I've seen of David, he's a really good guy. So, you know, it very easily could be some people are getting excited. They see something, you share it, you don't really go back and look. I don't know. Maybe there are military. Maybe well, they're was, hiding somewhere. Actually, I'm not really sure. No, no, no. No, no. This was an edited video from Richard Citizen Journalist on Telegram. I work with Richard. And mm -hmm. Richard is in Florida. He has not taken any video of military since January of 2021. January, February of 2021. So someone doctored the video. It had Richard's voice in it. So it's your responsibility if you have a Telegram channel to make sure that you don't promote fake news. Amen. And I think it, that's, it goes along with uh, a saying that, you know, I think we should all uh, remember and keep at heart, which is trust but verify. There are so many things going on, and they will use absolutely anything that they can to twist the narrative and to uh, confuse us, get us spun up. Uh, you know, the information, disinformation war is going at full steam right now, whether it's what's going on with Russia uh, with the Ukraine pipeline, the Nord Stream, the election, uh, you know, crime rates, the economy, everything. So we need to, uh, you know, trust our senses, but also verify what we're saying, uh, and and be wary of of uh, making sure that we're doing our best job in order to be arbiters of truth, and to be, uh, you know, advocates for truth, but also uh, do a little bit of of investment in uh, in making sure that you you are actually sharing truth. Because uh, they, they will do anything so, that they can to spin us up. Um, there's another conspiracy theory going on. At the end of the street, this is Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. This whole street is Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. It ends right down there at the U.S. Capitol. The U.S. Capitol has been under construction for months and months and months now. This side, the west side, has been under construction. The east side is under construction, but less construction. Now, when I've interviewed the architects of the Capitol, they said the construction is to replace the limestone. So you'll see pictures of the Capitol. I can show you a whole bunch of them. I have video, I've got pictures. People are creating conspiracy theories about what this construction is for. I have never seen a construction worker anywhere near the u.s capitol so it's becoming a big issue because if you don't see construction workers how can you believe it's construction but it's not what the conspiracy theorists say this whole area down here where the u.s capitol ends and, and and is right there they were placed in the limestone okay conspiracy theorists say that this is where they're going to broadcast that trump is still the president trump is not the president Trump may become president again, but he'd have to go through a fair election. And that's a really important pe thing that people understand. Trump, Trump is not the president of the United States of America, but 50% of America loves him. So by the people, he may be the president. But in Washington, D.C., Biden is the official president. Yeah, well, and again, we all need to show up. The only reason they have gotten away with this is because we as Americans have fallen asleep at the wheel and we, we have allowed them to cheat and tell us uh, and beat us down with all of these lies and, you know, boxing us into these corners and these identities. 
uh, that, you know, we need to be quiet, just go along. Uh, they've twisted reality so much. And right now, the American people understand the game. We know that they're going to cheat. We know what, we're, what they're going to do. We know what their tricks are. So it's so imperative that everybody show up and vote in person on Election Day. Get all your friends, take them with you, and make sure uh, that you're keeping your eyes for the steal because it is happening right before our eyes. Uh, and what was what is I mean, this picture? Election, what is this election, taken? The election. Okay, so this was taken by me. This is the U.S. This is the west side of the U.S. Capitol where they're replacing the limestone. This is what the construction looks like. It's right at the end of the street, Pennsylvania Avenue, and I can take you guys there next time we 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 talk. And I'll show it to you. I just need a little bit better lighting. But the bottom line is that even if I haven't seen construction workers, this is there's no conspiracy theory behind this. And we need to just make sure people realize that the U.S. Capitol is under construction. And it's just super simple. That's pretty simple, right? Replacing limestone. Now, what's also interesting, which I've told you before, is that since October 1st, the House of Representatives has not been in session at all, which I personally find highly irresponsible since we're on the verge of a nuclear war, we're on the verge of a Great Depression, we could run out of diesel fuel, all these different things. You know, where is the House of Representatives? They don't come back until November 14th. I don't know. I think they're probably just scared, but you know, honestly, I don't know what's what's been going on. I think we might have Joe with us right now. Uh, Joe, let me know. I don't have video for you, but let me know if you can hear us. Okay, maybe not. Um, so we'll see. Joe might might jump on. I thought he he was on, but I'm not getting anything from him. But uh, Corinne, I want to thank you. Uh, we've got a a lot of other stuff to touch on. Um, keep us updated because, you know, I think it's disgraceful everything that's been going on that, number one, they're not in session. Number one, we have all of these cowards who are not debating and that they still are pushing this uh, pathetic narrative with the Jan 6 uh, defendants, with Stuart Rhodes trying to latch on to any shred uh, of fear in the American people that would cause them to uh, believe anything that the Democrats and the radical left has said over the last few years. Uh, and I, I hope very strongly that uh, we can just get this red wave over with and move on with investigating them for the war crimes and the crimes against uh, humanity and treason that they all have committed. Uh, but I'll give you, uh, I'll give you the final word, Corinne. I want to show you. I just want to show you some interesting video that I took this weekend of my girlfriend Tina Forte. She's running against AOC for Congresswoman in New York, and this is Tina. And, oh, I hope you know, Tina wins. AOC, yes, it, she's incredible. I met Tina last year, and I told her to run for Senate, and she chose to run for Congress. And she may win, but she, you know, AOC refuses to debate her. So this is Tina Forte. I hope you can hear this. Let me just make sure. <laughs> don't be a chicken. It says, uh, don't be a chicken debate, Tina Forte. <laughs> and someone in a big chicken uh, costume. I can't I hear mean, any can audio. You but... imagine running... Can you imagine Can you imagine running for Congress and the person that you're running against is, is too chicken to date, debate you? Katie Hobbs, people in Michigan. I mean, Fetterman, ironically, was the only person that I guess they greenlit to have any courage to go debate, and that didn't work out so well. It's shocking. I mean, if you're running for Congress and you refuse to debate your opponent, how is that even possible? 
I mean, well, so once again, nobody. Shocking. Well, I mean, it's not shocking because it, it's shocking and disgraceful that they're allowing it to happen. The media is going along with it and trying to cover for them. Uh, but it, it's very obvious why they're afraid because they know that they're going to get completely demolished in debates because they know that they have nothing to stand on and their opponents can just very obviously and easily point out the absolute abysmal failures that they have had and how many times they have been caught in very clear corruption, selling out the American people, working against the interests of the country. I mean, it's a, it's an open and shut case. Uh, but I, I think it's, uh, it's beautiful to witness because when your opponents come out and say, we don't feel comfortable talking to you in public right before an election, that, that tells you all, the, all that you need to know. And the only reason they would feel confident is if they know that they can fix it, which is, again, why we all need to show up. Uh, but I want to thank you, Corinne, for, uh, for joining us. One more time, tell everyone where uh, they can find you. Yeah, so I'm on every social media. It's Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E-I-R-T. And next time I want to give you an update on the um, Supreme Court. Each one of these buildings in Washington, D.C. has a very specific purpose. So giving you an update on what's going on in them at each building is very exciting because then you can see for yourself. Absolutely. Um, so that's K or I'm sorry, C-O-R-I-N-N-I-R-T. That's Corinne in real time or Corinne IRT. She's on. I uh, found her uh, all over the place with that handle. Uh, so please go follow her. She's done, doing amazing work down in D.C. Uh, so, Corinne, I want to thank you again for joining us. We look yeah. forward to having you and back. And then listen to this. I, I get banned all the time and censored. So right now I'm banned on PayPal. I'm banned on YouTube, things like that. So really good friends of mine in Hawaii gave me my own platform. It's called StreamLife.Tube. And my show is Corinne Uncensored on StreamLife.Tube. And remember, we do have an excellent sponsor of the show, and that is Air Medicare Network. So today's podcast is, again, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. And if you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors or do uh, you know dangerous things like some of us like to do that may require some emergency medical attention, we all want to make sure that our family is protected in a medical emergency uh, and health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight if, in fact, you do need one. But with Air MedCare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, not only you but your entire household will be covered in case you ever need air medical transport. Uh, this is a super, super good deal, very low cost, and it's insurance that if you need it, you do want to make sure that you have it. I know people personally who have had to cover those costs, and believe me, they are very expensive. So simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Receive up to a $50 Visa gift card back when you sign up today. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and promo code is daily. Go check them out. Corinne Uncensored on streamlife.tube. Got it. Well, Corinne, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining thank us you, again. Thank you, Have a beautiful night. You too. God bless you. And God I bless think you, we have, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I think we have Joe. Let's see if Joe can hear. Joe, can you hear us? I can. Can you see me? We cannot see you. I have no video for you. Just your beautiful, sultry voice. And, oh, did we lose that? Okay, he's gone. Maybe we'll get Joe back in a minute. Um, but I 
have so much else to talk about. So I want to talk about, we were just getting off of uh, some J6 stuff. Again, the narrative with Stuart Rhodes, with the Oath Keepers, this uh, insurrection narrative, this uh, uh, is pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Uh, Joe Biden made some fantastic statements in his very dark speech yet again yesterday. Uh, and he connected... Guess what? I know we're not surprised. He connected the Nancy Pelosi attacker, a story which we've covered uh, in some length over the last week. And guess what he connected it to? I'll let you be the guess. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault. And it just, I, it's hard, hard to even say. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th, when they broke windows. Oh, After the assailant you hear it? entered the home asking, where's hear Nancy? It. Where's Nancy? Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th when they broke windows, kicked in the doors, brutally attacked law enforcement, roamed the corridors hunting for officials, and erected gallows to hang the former Vice President, Mike Pence. <laughs> it was an enraged mob that had been whipped up into a frenzy by a president repeating over and over again the big lie. The big lie. Yeah, the big lie that we all know. The big lie we all know is true, right? The big lie that they're still trying to uh, trying to pull over on us. Joe, do we have you? I don't know if we do. Okay, no Joe right now. But uh, this speech just gets better, you guys. Uh because, again, not only are they still trying to run this narrative, not only did he go over the top repeatedly to hit this uh, mega maga, this evil extremist Republican narrative, they are now telling us that though your vote is sacred, you better be careful who you vote for in the, the highest irony uh, because it might put our democracy at risk. In a typical year, we're often not faced with questions of whether the vote we cast will preserve democracy or put us at risk. In a typical year, we're often not faced with questions of whether the vote we cast will preserve democracy or put us at risk. But this year we are. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And they go on to tell us, Mr. Biden goes on to tell us. Joe, I think we have you. Do you can you hear us? Yeah, can you see me now and hear me? Um. Oh, I think I've got video for you now. Let's see. There we go. Let's get Mr. Joe in here. There we go. There's the face that we've all been waiting for. Boom. Welcome. Welcome. How you doing? Oh, fantastic. It's uh, delicious watching the uh, full panic set in for the radical left. Well, hey, look, don't sleep on them, though, because they're, they're going to be doing a lot of damage going into 
this midterm. They're already trying to say that they're not going to be able to count things for three days. They're already talking about what elections they can and can't steal. They're talking about us being a 50-50 country, the same way they talked about it being down in Brazil. Now, what we do from here is going to depend on, sorry, I'm driving while we're talking to you. What we do here is going to depend on, you know, how badly they cheat. But I need everyone to understand something. It's super important you understand this. They don't just own they don't just own the voting machines. They don't just own the people that run the voting machines. Those aren't the printing. We're hold on, Joe, we're losing you. Cathedral printing. Joe, we're losing you. You're breaking up pretty bad. Uh, I know what he's saying. Uh, I'll give it a minute for your connection. Uh, but they don't just own, you know, this whole establishment. They own the printers. They're running everything. We, we, we've been looking at USPS and all these things. You look, j- just go watch the show that we did with, uh, with Christopher Jersky. They've got the printers. They control it before it even gets to the post office. We have massive, massive problems, which is why I keep saying that we all need to keep our eyes on Joe, is that uh, you there yet? Not yet. Can you hear me? A little bit. That's better. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes. All right. So, and we were we've been digging into Stellar. We've been digging into Cathedral. We've been digging into Runbeck. And so we're running something now. Looks like I froze. All right, I think you're good now. Are you there? Yeah. Here, I'm just going to call in. I'll call in and come on a call. Okay, cool. Um, but so while he's doing that, I want to play the clip of exactly uh, Biden saying that because we've already been seen. I played, uh, actually, I'm going to play a a short clip of it again because remember they queued this up weeks ago uh and they've been putting this in everyone's head that the we're not going to count the election the night of it's it's it's, it just shouldn't happen biden goes on and escalates it last night uh, and they're pushing this everywhere but let's play this first clip just to give you a reminder of what they queued up weeks ago you have kids your kids wake up if you have anything to do with an election if you're an election worker or a news anchor and they want to know what happened and i think we have to have a conversation as a country about how we might not know the next morning what happened. We might not know the day after that. And that is their point. That is their point. They're not all running to win. Some of them will, unfortunately. They are running to sow discord in America. And it will change everything. We will wake up the morning after election day. We might not even call it that anymore in two years. We might not call it election day. We might call it election week. Because what we are watching, and because it's so slow. Okay, so there's number one. Now here's what Biden said last night. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. And we know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases we won't know the winner of the election for a few days until a few days after the election. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots in a legal and orderly manner. It's always been important for citizens in democracy to be informed and engaged. Now it's important for citizens to be patient as well. That's how it's supposed to work. How it's supposed to work? 
We were patient for two years. You wouldn't give us anything. Joe, I think we have you on the phone. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, so so listen, this is, has nothing to do with counting votes. They counted all the votes in Brazil. They counted all the votes in nearly every country. And here's what people need to understand. The largest precinct has 3,500 people in it. The smallest is about 200. We have thousands of precincts that people work within. Counting the ballots is not a difficult task, but, but they are cheating the system. And when I talk about cheating the system, they are literally saying, okay, how many ballots do I need? I'm going to go print those, that number of ballots. I'm going to insert that number of ballots. I'm going to electronically print those ballots. And that's why they kept us away from looking at the paper. That, it is an entire racket. It is an organized cabal. It is organized crime that has entered the government. And frankly, it needs to stop. If we wake up and, and, and we don't have a red wave, you know, I'm not saying that we need to go to violence. That's not what I'm saying. But we do have to show force. We do have to show them that we're no longer willing to put up with what they've done to our country. 100 million percent. I could not agree with you more. Uh, and, you know, it's like we, we – I feel like sometimes we're just repetitive, but it's so important. We have to show up. We have to all vote in person. We have to bring our friends. We have to keep our eyes on uh, what they're doing on the ground because we know that they're going to cheat. If you are working in these polls, don't let them push you around. Don't let them tell you that you can't do your job. Don't let them tell you that the election runs this way now because they've decided. We, this is a all-hands-on-deck, uh, and I agree with you 100%. They're going to pull all kinds of nonsense. Uh, Jesse Kelly had a tweet. This was the height of irony. Uh, this was yesterday. Pro tip, if your state cannot count every vote on election night, there's cheating in your state. Entire nations count their votes on election day. If you can't, it's because you don't want to. And, of course, it got fact-checked as misleading. Learn why election experts say elections in the U.S. are safe and secure. One more time, I'd love to know who their experts are. Well, there, they don't have any. Exactly. They don't have any. Show me who their experts have been up to this point. Dominion? <laughs> Dominion's their expert? That, that's my point, is that they don't have experts, and we're expected to believe that they're not trying to steal elections and do nefarious things. But we have enough evidence. We have mountains of evidence, and we have mountains and we have mountains of things. I'm sorry, Apollo, I'm getting some feedback. But without, besides having the mountains of evidence, we also have all of the people that connect them all together. Yep. And, uh, yeah, good additions. Chris Krebs, uh, Ryan Macias. What experts? They won't touch anything. Joe Biden, when, I'm not going to play the clip of it because it's just redundant. He goes on to say this was the most challenged election in history, and we can be so sure that we know the outcome of it. Every audit that could have been done, everything, it was all done, and it all confirmed the results. It's just complete lies, and they don't need experts. They don't need facts because they just say whatever they want. They just make shit up. Pardon my French. Exactly. Uh, the authority had another good tweet. He said, the Democratic Party is playing truth or dare for the midterms. If they choose truth, the red wave overwhelms the nation, and everyone will know there was foul play in 2020. If they choose dare, 95% of the nation will be called election deniers. 
because everyone that he knows in real life is voting in person. Same goes for me. And anyone that is telling people to vote in person, they're threatened as, uh, you know, some of these extreme mega Republicans who are committing, uh, you know, election intimidation, voter intimidation. Hey, look at, Greg, look at how many, how much, Paul, look how much we've actually discovered in the last couple of weeks related to the election fraud. Look at how much we've uncovered just by watching ballot boxes with these groups. And just by, by being able to look at the DNC offices and these nonprofits, look at what we've been able to uncover related to the fraud just inside of the Democrat establishment as a result of that. Not in one state, two states, three states, five states, but 15 states, 20 states. They know we know. They know we know, and they know that we know. And now it's time to quit playing games. And look, if they, if, if they want to call it a civil war, it's not a civil war. It's a revolutionary war to take it back from these people that are trying to destroy everything our nation stands for. 100%. You know, they keep running all this nonsense that, uh, as if they, they run these phony polls. Because, again, they do know. Now they're just trying to have any sense, any, any pretend chance that they can pull it off and, and justify the cheat that they're about to... Uh, that they're about to pull off again, or they're going to try to pull off. Katie Hobbs went live uh, <laughs> a couple days ago, and uh, you can't make this up. This is on Twitter. We're live, she says, from her official account. Five likes, 12 loves, 17 comments, zero views, zero viewers. She has zero viewers. The woman who refused to debate someone who she knew would clean her up, they can't even get anyone to watch their live streams. Look, we know we know what we're up against. And but guys, if you guys are wondering where I'm at, I've got to actually head. I've got to actually head to uh, another state related to the election fraud and what the work we're doing to make sure that we can uncover even more fraud. So it was a last-minute deal. I'm sorry, I can't be there, Apollo. Do all the good work that you're doing, but uh, you know we have to get to the place where. <clears throat> where right now I, I'm, I'm missing a bunch of, of, of podcasts. I do apologize. Apollo, you're doing an amazing job. But we 150,000% we have to stop pretending that they're going to do anything that's ethical. And unfortunately, this is what it takes. We have to get out there, do the hard work, make sure that we stay on the ground and, and work with people who are um, gathering the information so we can throw these people in jail or worse. Right? Treason is punishable by death. And frankly, it's not a victimless crime. What they've done to this nation is not victimless. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. 
Uh, between a mar massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, but you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, as always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online, available to everyone across the entire country. I agree 100%. And the only reason, honestly, that they say that that's so radical to say things like that and they want to jump on that is because we don't actually have true justice. They'll, they'll, they'll balk and call us all extremists and, you know, whatever, calls to violence, etc. cetera, uh, when we say the punishment for treason is, uh, includes death. Meanwhile, they can do what they did to uh, Alfredo. They can do what they're doing to our J6 prisoners, busting people's doors, and they can do it with impunity because they are the justice system. And that's really the problem. No, they were the justice system. Let's call it what it is. They <laughs> were the justice system. We're going to take everything back. Every single part of what we do as a country, we're going to take back. So get ready for it. 100%. Well, Joe, let me know if you have to go. Um, I know you're you're about to hit your travels. I got to go. God bless <laughs> you all. Make sure you pray. Pray for our country and pray that everything is uh, everything is revealed. Yep. Amen. Travel safe, brother. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. So I'm happy that we got to have Joe call in for a little bit. Um, but I want you guys to remember there's some of the things that he said. And th that one, he got me with that one. They were the justice system. And he's absolutely right. And we are going to take everything back. They're going to do everything that they can to stop the red wave that is coming, to stop people from coming out or to cover up the fact that they did. Just as the same as we're seeing in Brazil right now, these masses of people who all support Bolsonaro, just like we see in this country, masses of people who show up for Trump, masses of people who show up for these America First candidates, and they can't get someone to watch their live stream. Katie Hobbs has, <laughs> she has zero views on her Facebook Live. They can't get anyone to show up. People are starting to heckle them at their own events. We are going to take everything back. We are going to control everything. And then we're going to see what happens when justice is actually handled by people who have allegiance to the Constitution. Let's see when these people start getting invested, investigated. Another really short one. Again, as they're preparing us for the steal, uh, Phil Wegman had a tweet, Pennsylvania Supreme Court rules in favor, and if you haven't seen this, go check out this opinion, but uh, rules in favor of the RNC orders County Board of Electors to refrain from counting mail-in ballots that are contained in undated or incorrectly dated outer envelopes. That would be nice. And he says this could potentially have significant consequences for the Pennsylvania Senate race next week. We already know that could have potentially huge implications everywhere. But remember... Remember, Pennsylvania, the same state that's running a, a 
I don't I don't know what you call him. This uh, the Energizer Bunny who ran out of batteries, I guess, or he broke his computer. Uh, they're running this guy. Thanks coming. What is that? What is he saying? I mean, come on. They actually expect us to believe that. They actually expect us to 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 accept that guy. And again, I'll go back. 49% of restaurants were unable to pay their rent this month. All these numbers are going up. Meanwhile, we're being told that the economy is just great. Ash wrote a good article about uh, some of these things that's included uh, that, that were mentioned in KJP's press conference. Uh, I'll touch on that if we have time. Uh, but here, you want to you wanna see what people actually care about? And remember that, that number that I just put up, that half restaurants couldn't pay their rent because everything's doing so well. Inflation isn't hurting anyone. It's not hurting small businesses. The same ones that they shut down for a year. Here's a woman talking about, uh, and a black woman, since, you know, they, they are still running this uh, <laughs> this idea that these dangerous Republicans, these mega-mega evil Cretans are the threat to the democracy and that we're just oppressive. I know the, I know the black uh, community has, has been left out in the last year in terms of the pandering Olympics because they've transitioned full steam ahead with the LGBTQ. But let's listen to someone speak very clearly. I, this woman just nails it. I ain't never heard of him being racist prior to running, talking for, about Trump. running for president. That's just me, though. I mean, because any two ways you look at it, the man won his presidency without the black vote. What he need it for? What he need us for? Tell me what he need me for. He don't need me. But for some reason, he always get up on that stage talking about how low black unemployment is. Because he legitimately cares. You never heard Obama get on stage talking about black unemployment. He couldn't. Because under his first two years with a Democratic Congress, it doubled. Black unemployment under Barack Obama doubled. How many of y'all know that? It doubled. It literally doubled. It went from 8% to 16%. How you get around that and no media say nothing about that? But Donald Trump getting it to the lowest it's ever been recorded. Like I said, he don't need us. He does not need the black vote. The black vote didn't put him in office. The black vote ain't going to take him out of office. But the fact that he gets up there on them stages every chance he get and tells us how we are doing because we, I ain't going to say that, we too crazy to realize it ourselves. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to do that. He ain't, he ain't got to get up there when he was running for president. He didn't have to get out there talking about, um, what do you have to lose? Vote for me. He didn't have to do that. But he did. And we grateful that he did. You know, it's some smart folks out there that happen to be darker skinned like me. Mm-hmm. You just got to find them. See, a lot of them scared to say something because they scared somebody going to say something back to them. Me, I'm a step. What's up? You got something said about Donald Trump? What? I ain't got no MAGA hat. My damn head too damn big to be trying to wear a MAGA hat. So I can't wear no MAGA hat I know where. But I got a MAGA sweater in there that I wear. I wore it to work. Nobody said nothing. 
I'm a big old bitch. They better not say nothing. <laughs> I love that woman. Uh, but again, is it really? Is it really all about this? The divisive agenda is this is this narrative working anymore do you think she's the only one no we know that she's not the only one if you were a trump supporter and you've been actually at these events you know that people of all colors and races and whatever that they they don't believe this nonsense we had mario from gays for groomers the community doesn't believe this either it's just these this loud group of radicals so dan scavino had a had a funny true social how's that mega republicans mega forces mega mega trickle down ultra mega mega king mega movement mega 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 messaging from the dems working out <laughs> and that's exactly what they're running on now that's all they have and how pathetic is that that's what they have abortion and mega mega it sounds funny by the way i'm gonna change my screen name to mega mega but it's the same thing that we're going on in brazil and i i found this uh, i wanted to Show it to you real quick. Let's just, you know, remind everyone. Second round. What's that weird? You see that weird little cross there? Because there was nothing, nothing uh, weird about Brazil's elections, and these are these elections are actually massively important, and they could have really big implications for United States elections. If if they come out and say, "Yep, guess what? We found a bunch of fraud." If this military audit actually says you flipped it. And they use the same machines as we do. You know what that could do? Could be huge. Huge. Biden, of course, I send my congratulations to Da Silva on his election to be the next president of Brazil. And look at this. Here's the narrative. Following free, fair, incredible elections, I look forward to working together to continue cooperation between our two countries in the months and years ahead. Came out real early. It's all, I mean, man, it was later than they did in the American elections. But there's a clip. Someone in Brazil actually recorded Mike Lindell's cyber symposium. And he mentioned Steve Bannon. So here's a little, uh, here's an interesting trip back down memory lane. I love that this guy recorded this. Check this out. Olha Listen to what Bannon says. I mandei para várias pessoas e o WhatsApp. Monumental midterm election. About 30 days, about 30 days before this monumental midterm election, he's going to face his father, Yair Bolsonaro, is going to face the most dangerous leftist in the world, Lula, a criminal, a communist, and supported by all the media here in the United States, all the left-wing media. This election is the second most important election in the world, right? In the most important elections ever in South America, Bolsonaro will win unless it's stolen by guess what the machines the machines well they're trying to right oh. this is a global look this is about the globalists this is about populist nationalist movement that's international in scale against these globalists and they're going to try to steal every possible election because they don't have the support of the people they can't win free and fair elections they can't win elections if you go to paper ballots. If you go to paper ballots, we will win every election from now for the next hundred years. And they understand that. That's why this whole system was set up. You get it? Same battle. And by the way, how does Brazil react when they have, uh, you know, all the people who support what we're told 50-50? Kind of like the United States. You know, that thin margin, that the most popular president in history uh, won by, you know, that come from behind victory. 
when no one supported him, when no one showed up for his for his rallies, you'd have like six people spaced six feet apart. How does Brazil react in support of Bolsonaro and in, uh, you know in the wake of military audits? Masses of people. Absolute masses of people. They're losing, guys. They know that we're onto them. You know, Joe, Joe said, and you can say it just that simply. They know that we know. It's that's why they they're censoring Brazil. Why do Why do you think YouTube's censoring Brazil? Why do you think they're taking political ads off of uh, Meta? Because they they know the game, and they they know that we know the game. This is we we are at the precipice, you guys, and it is glorious. But we have to stay. We gotta stay frosty. I'm sure uh, you know someone will. Someone will take that out of context. <laughs> Check this one out. Now, uh, talk very briefly about this Pelosi narrative. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner has a great, uh, a great tweet. Phenomenal tweet. What did he say? Talking about the Pelosi hammer narrative. You know the thing that Biden opened his speech before he blamed Donald Trump and mega mega extremists for it. I just heard that over 50 intelligence officers signed a letter saying the Pelosi gay hammer attack rumors have all the hallmarks, hallmarks of a Russian gay hammer attack disinfo campaign. Isn't that fascinating? Alex Brucewitz, the Biden speech was one of the worst speeches ever given by an occupant of the Oval Office. That might have been worse than his red sermon earlier this year. Go to hell, geriatric Joe. Well said. Well said. And now I want to wrap up with this because they keep talking about amnesty. Because remember, they, th they think that we'll let it go. They think that they'll forget ahead of these midterms. They think, you know, just let go what you did to us during COVID. Just forget about it. It's not, not that big of a deal, right? They didn't completely destroy many people's lives. They didn't force us to watch our family members die. Uh, sometimes over video, over video call. They didn't. Uh, force us to miss their funerals. They didn't do any of those things, right? Laura Ingraham says, there have to be ramic ramifications. What did I just get? There have to be ramifications for the faulty decisions and mistakes that were made. Otherwise, they'll just do the same power grabs the next time they announce a crisis. I think that's what people were saying very early on in the, pan in the pandemic what they did with 9-11, right? After every one of these things, it's what they did after January 6th. Five times August, maybe you missed the part where Pfizer employees were on camera admitting they were intentionally making life uncomfortable and inconvenient for the unvaccinated to coerce them into getting the jab. At Professor Emily Oster, no amnesty. And these are quotes from some of the Project Veritas, Veritas uh, video. Quote, it's just like about making it so inconvenient for like unvaccinated people and then like vaccinated people are allowed to do anything they want 
eventually they're just going to be like, F it, let me just get vaccinated. And that's exactly what they did. They made our lives hell. And they made our fellow Americans jump on the bandwagon, call us all sorts of names, tell us that we were evil, bad people, wouldn't let us see our families, wouldn't let us go to work. They want us to forget what they've done. They want us to forget history, like the last two years didn't happen, or like it doesn't matter. Because this COVID agenda was the election agenda. It's the same. Remember this. Place unvaccinated people under house arrest until the pandemic is over. If they don't like it, they can get vaccinated. Problem solved. Amnesty, though, right? CNN. Segregate the unvaccinated. Make them pay for tests every day. But it doesn't matter. Let's have amnesty, right? We'll put that one up. We'll skip that one. Here's from Five Times August again. <laughs> American Airlines attendant on the plane just now reminded everyone that masks are optional and please respect everyone's personal decision if they choose to wear one. After two years of kicking people off of airplanes, now it's about respect. Just like it's about respect for the victims when it's when it fits their narrative when you don't want to want the, when they don't want you to dig in. Remember, they were kicking people off of flights for taking a mask off a little bit, for saying the wrong thing, for having a child, sometimes disabled children on the flight who couldn't wear a mask. Here's a here's the height of irony. Julie Powell, God rest her soul. I would argue COVID does kill some of the right people, she said. This is a year ago, a little over a year ago, 13 months ago. The anti-vaxxers slash anti-maskers are dying in legions. But yes, it's a real shame about Kavanaugh. Well, as of a couple days ago, Julie Powell, food writer behind Julia and Julia, dead at 49. Her death was confirmed to the New York Times by her husband, Eric, who said the cause was cardiac arrest. No one who didn't get vaccinated regrets it. Find me one person who regrets not getting vaccinated. I'll sit here and wait. I'll wait for it. As they want amnesty. Just are they gonna ask for amnesty if if uh you know for the ballot mules? Are they gonna ask for amnesty? For the suicide rate in children too? Because that's what they're doing with this with this amnesty narrative. Remember that they were denying organ transplants. This was January of this year. Patient who refused COVID vaccine was denied a heart transplant. DJ's mother, Tracy Ferguson, insists her son isn't against vaccinations. He's had others, but the trained nurse said he's been diagnosed with atrial fibrillation. Denied heart transplant. We've showed you several cases of that on this show. Many, many, many of people denied organ. We've had a few on the show who their family members were denied medical care because they weren't vaccinated. Sometimes serious medical care that was needed. Again, let's remember. What's FDA approved? Remdesivir, bunch of vaccines, Paxlovid, all things that are destructively toxic.
but not melatonin, not vitamin D, C, or A, not ivermectin, Nobel Prize-winning drug, not HCQ, very cheap and very effective, not zinc, curcumin. Big list up here, guys. Budesonide. How many of the doctors that we've had on the show have talked about how these treatments were remarkably effective? Zero percent, uh, you know, death rate in their patients. Very cheap, very simple treatments that weren't experimental. That haven't led to an insane amount of death and this rise in, in a sudden adult death syndrome. We went from SIDS to SADS in, in a year. How did we do that? Because stolen elections do have consequences. And now let's just finish up with this, this amnesty. Let's just look at the Atlantic. These good people. May 3rd, 2021 from the Atlantic. Millions are saying no to the vaccines. What are they thinking? Feelings about the vaccine are intertwined with feelings about the pandemic. Thanks, Derek Johnson. We'll see how well that article ages. Next one, July 23rd. Vaccinated America has had enough. In the United States, this pandemic could almost be over by now. The reason it's still going are pretty clear. And you know, at the time, I would have agreed. It, is, it was pretty clear. A bunch of criminals like Fauci and these cowards in our government who allowed it to continue. You know, instead of actually trying to save lives. Next from the Atlantic, July 28th. You know, just a few days later, 2021. Vaccines are great. Fact check that one for me, guys. Whoever's live on here, fact check that one. Vaccines are great. Masks make them even better. Why not both, says Catherine Wu. Why not both? Who want, anyone want to fact check? Let me know. Let me know. Can, can you, can you uh, verify that one? Confirm or deny. Vaccines are great. Masks are better. Do them separately. You can do both of those claims separately. We all know how that's fared. August 29th, vaccine refusers don't get to dictate terms anymore. At what point did we dictate terms? You know why they let this go? Because they know that the narrative isn't working. They, they lost the COVID narrative. So now all of a sudden, while we're, where we have midterms coming up, now they don't want, they're not so hot on the COVID narrative. Vaccine, but again, I'll ask you. You tell me when we dictated the terms. Vaccine refusers don't get to dictate terms anymore. People who opt out of shots shouldn't expect their employers, health insurers, or fellow citizens to accommodate them. Huh. Now do LGBTQ. How about transgender surgeries? Do that one next. Shouldn't expect their employers, health insurance, or fellow citizens to accommodate them. All right, do we go for diabetics and you know morbidly obese people too? You want to follow that to its logical conclusion? Because this was August 29. You know, transgender, you know, sex changes for kids. That's cool in America. But not the vaccine refusers, because vaccines are great and masks are better, right? June 7th, 2022. This one's fairly recent. Don't wait to get your kid vaccinated. Kids are at severe risk of COVID outcomes, and immunity from infection isn't enough. Absolutely the opposite of every piece of science, actual science, anything that was even remotely credible has said. But, you know, we don't get to dictate the terms anymore, right? It's been about a year of not dictating the terms since that article. Solid two years. What? No, more than that now. 
going on three years of not dictating the terms about COVID. So good job, guys. We made it. Some other, the end quote of COVID, this is all the Atlantic, is still far worse than we imagined. That was September. Again, September, Fauci addresses the pandemic is over. Or did he? Because remember, he said that. Just not, uh, you know, not the CDC, not the health czar, not Fauci, not KJP. You know, they didn't. The military hasn't decided that because they're still getting ready to kick out people for not getting vaccinated because the vaccines are great. September 16th, hundreds of Americans will die from COVID today. Is that true? Define COVID for me. Should your flu and COVID shots go in different arms? That's something that I'm sure was on all of our minds. One of long COVID's most misunderstood symptoms. I'm not even going to read any more of these because it pissed me off so much. These are the things they want us to forget. They want us to forget about all the crimes that they've committed against us. They want, to forget, they want us to forget about the children who are dying now. About the children who have died. About the spouses who have been lost. They want us to forget about all of it. Forget about, don't worry about the fact that half of the restaurants couldn't pay their rent this month. The economy's doing great. Don't worry about the fact that they're getting fact-checked themselves now on Twitter. But those mega-maga Republicans, you evil people, you people. Elections do have consequences. And you want to look at where it's going? It's going right back to that. It's going straight down the path that Alfredo, Alfredo Luna has been walking. That all of our J6, uh, you know, our fellow Americans, all our J6 prisoners, that they have been walking. And Corinne talked about it. They will charge every single one of us with sedition if, it, if, it, you know, if they get their way. These people are liars. All of them are liars. All of them are cheats. And the ones who are just going along with it, they're cowards. So find some courage. Any one of you who are involved in any of this, if you know something and you're not telling it, you're a coward. Choose to stand up. Choose to speak out. We know that they're cheating. We know that they're figuring out the, the ballot mulling operations right now. We know that they're, they've got to be preparing something so huge, but now they're more in fear. Because now we're watching them, and they know we're watching them. Biden's speech yesterday, I, I, I could just go on and on with clips from that speech. I, I could play 10 different points in there. And all he does is lie, completely the opposite of truth. They say we're the ones doing exactly what they're doing. They say absolute truth, but then say, say that the problem is us. They'll say yes, Right now, in these midterms, your vote, remember, I played the clip, your vote could help to maintain democracy or could, or could threaten it. And they're right. He's actually, he told the truth. He just switched the parties around. He just said it's the mega-mega who are the threats to democracy, not the radical left deep state pieces of trash who have stolen everything and continue to lie, continue to run from debates, continue to... to to pretend as if the American people, anyone who stands for the Constitution, conservatives, 
people who see truth, the people who aren't willing to go along with the true big lie, which is that we have been free, which is that our country is actually land of the free, that, that anyone in this government has respect for the Constitution. Because that's the big lie. They tell us that, they're, that we're free. So I'm not going to go on much longer. I know I went over. I, I, I show you all this stuff because I don't want to talk about this anymore. I really don't. I don't want to talk about all these people dying. I don't want to talk about all the horrors that they've unveiled on us. Yes, Coomer. And Coomer, we know you're watching. It's nice to see you, brother. Maybe you could, uh, maybe you could come out. I'm going to play... Uh, We'll see. I'll get to that in a second. But uh, that's all I have. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off here, guys. It's so important. We have to show up. So I'm giving you a call to action right now. Everyone's got to go get your friends. You've got to make sure that they're all gonna go same day. Vote in person. Take off work if you have to. We have to vote. We have to show up. Vote in person. Do not let them tell you that you've already voted. Demand. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things you could do right now. Uh, David Clements, many other people are saying if they say that you've already voted, call law enforcement, report identity theft, pay attention to these drop boxes. We have, there are so many people sending us things and uh, collaborating with so many other people to keep an eye on the ballot mules, on all these people who are already, who are already committing the fraud. So right now, just keep your eyes open. Please pray. And yes, we do have, uh, I will mention the fax blast real quickly before we jump off here. Uh, because again, you know, KJP, so good at her job. The Hatch Act, I guess, doesn't apply either, just like the rest of the rule of law. But a glorious story on Breitbart this morning with John Nolte dropped, uh, dropping the mic on comical narratives. And those writing it, outside of losing their moral authority and influence, the corporate media are becoming more incompetent by the day. Fifteen years ago, with billions of do corporate dollars backing their lives in a near mon monopoly on public information, this frame-up would have worked like a charm, but the execution would not have been as ham-handed as this one. In other words, we are the news now. Bang. Pew Research reported last week half of Americans under 30 have greater distrust in social media than national news organizations. I wonder why that might be. In mid-October, Gallup polls showed 7% of American adults had a great deal of trust and confidence in newspapers, TV, and radio news. 28% don't have much confidence in media, and 38% have none at all. 38% of Americans have zero trust in the media. Combine that with 28% that don't have much. Majority of the country, understand what that means, majority of America has little to no trust in the mainstream media and social media because we are the news now they've lost already now we just need to stay in uh and stay in the battle so in case you're wondering it's because the american people see the media we see the establishmentarians that use the media to push, push falsehoods and we see you as the liars that you are we don't believe you pretty much about anything because you've broken our trust over and over. You continue to lie to us. And you continue to tell us that we're crazy when we say something. So...
Demand for remedy is real simple. Abandon your narrative. Return to the truth. Come clean. Stop the lies about Mega Mega. Stop the lies about J6, the insurrection, about sedition. Stop the lies. Stop denying election fraud. Because you're the election deniers, not us. You're the liars, not us. You're the extremers, extremists, not us. You're the threat to democracy. We're simply patriots. We're people who choose to follow truth. So that's it, guys. Send your fax blast. Go to conservative-daily.com. You can do that. If you're not already subscribed to our email, you'll get those every day as soon as you do, as well as our uh, news updates. So go check it out. Uh, with that, I'm going to pray. Father God. Just calm us. We need we need people to stay focused and to do so peacefully. I just ask for peace. I ask for peace and massive action. I ask for the American people to be on fire, to vote, to make our voice heard, to connect with our fellow brothers and sisters, and to speak truth and call out the lies, to call out the narratives, to call out the deception. Just to, that's all I ask, Lord. Just Give us the strength and the energy to go out and be a warrior, a peaceful warrior who goes out and swings the sword of truth. Let us never be ashamed, never be afraid, never be hesitant to speak truth and to counter those who would speak lies, who would accuse us of doing what we are not, who would call us what we are not. Let us only be the people that we are meant to. Let us only be those champions of truth. Let us be the... Let us be the ones who decide our fate and the fate of this nation with your guidance. Let us remember to hold on to our joy. Let us remember to see the good in the world. Let us refuse to let them divide us. Let us continue to move forward and stand up and take this country back so that we can save and honor the sacrifices of our J6 patriots who are still imprisoned, of the children and the men and women who have died at the hands of this COVID agenda, of the victims of violent crime and the drug war that has been a war on Americans and taken so many lives. That those who have given up their reputation, their time, their energy, some of them their lives, in order to seek truth, in order to expose it and give the American people a chance at getting back to a constitutional republic. Let us do the work now. Let us just stay in this battle, Lord. So just fill up our, fill up our hearts, fill up our bodies with energy. Give us the strength to stay in this fight and give us the wisdom to do so peacefully, to do so as Americans who simply want justice, who simply want accountability, who simply want their country back. And as always, please, Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for our apathy. Forgive us for our cowardice. Forgive us for giving in to these weaknesses that we can just, you know, we can just get along to go along. We can just let it go. We'll get them next time. Just take the shots it doesn't matter. Just don't make waves. Let us forgive us. Forgive us for breaking the covenant that we should have with you. Forgive us for letting ourselves down. Forgive us for letting evil intrude so forcefully into every aspect of our lives and our society and saying nothing and doing nothing to stop it as a people until now. Deliver us from evil. 
I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. Train for your pre-dawn raid. Yeah, no kidding. If you watched uh, Luna's deal, you know that's true. So uh, in preparation for that, if you're not already up to speed, go to dcfguns.co, David Charlie Foxtrot Guns.co. Promo code is Joe, J-O-E. 5% off their online store. doesn't matter if you're in Colorado or not. They also have three locations uh, here in Colorado, one in uh, one in Castle Rock and two in Colorado Springs. Go there. Make sure you have your guns. Make sure you have uh, ammo. Make sure you know how to use them. And make sure that you and your family are on the same page if anything does come to that. And as always, guys, truly, please pray. But I need you guys to spread the word. Talk to your neighbors. Make sure everyone's going to vote. Follow places like this. If you're watching live, uh, if you could do us a solid, because we're working every day, uh, you know, to bring you guys information, to cut through all this nonsense. We're doing everything that we can, and we have so many more things that we want to do. If you can do us one thing, hit the rumble button on your way out. Because they are still, they're hitting us everywhere. And the reason they're hitting us everywhere is because we are the news. And that's the only way that they can survive is by censoring us, by censoring other people who speak truth. And they're doing it to you. By them censoring us, they're censoring you. Because they're stifling, they're pushing down all the communities, all the places, the virtual watering holes that people will go to get news, to speak to one another, to connect. So if you do us one thing, hit the rumble button, share this. Share this episode, share the episode we did with, uh, with Alfredo. Keep God close to your heart. And, uh, and, of course, go support Mike Lindell. Holidays are coming up. CD21, Charlie David 21. Uh, go support Mike Lindell. Get some stuff for the holidays. Keep your family warm. Be blessed. Enjoy your night. Remember that we are going to take everything back. They were the justice system, and now we are. We are the news. We are the justice system. We are America. So let's make America great again. Let's take it back, and let's do so in God's uh, image. I love you all. Thank you for staying here with us. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month.
Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.